It's Luke and Naomi. Okay, another milestone. We've done 70 episodes, or will have done 70 episodes after this one. Happy episode 70. Yay! Yay! 70 episodes in crazy amount of movies. I'm not going to try to count. I know. No, I don't even want to do that math. The uh, the movie reviews start somewhere around 24, 25. I had it written down somewhere. I don't even remember anymore. So lots of movie reviews. That's a lot 70. of movies. That's a lot of movies. It is. I have seen a lot of movies in the last year. Year. Has it been a full year we've been doing reviews? I'm going to have to look oh, at that. Oh, I think so. That's what I want to know after 70 episodes. So uh, yeah, well, welcome to episode 70. We've got a great one. Uh, a fun debate coming up in a second, but we've got the review of The Usual Suspects, 1995, and uh, a big twist in this movie that I want to know. I can't wait to know. I'm not looking at Naomi. I'm actually like covering up because I don't wanna... I've got a poker face. I'm just staring you down. I, I, wanted, I don't know if she knew going in. I don't know if she knew there was a twist or, or had any kind of inkling, and then I feel like she figured it out about 10 seconds before the big reveal. So we'll find out. Uh, if she did and all of that junk in a couple of minutes when we get into Naomi's Under a Rock review of The Usual Suspects. Okay. Um, we had a really cool topic last week. We did. That we've ha- been having a ton of fun with on Facebook right up to like minutes before recording. And I feel bad because Brian from England isn't on Facebook. Oh, so he didn't get to be a part of it. So he didn't get to be a part of it. So uh, apologies mm-hmm. to Brian. That's a total bummer. We're not going to make you join Facebook. I mean, it's enough that he follows us. No, That's got to be enough torture in his life. Here we go. He can still leave his answer to like. You're going to try to just have a chain with him? Yeah, we'll just have the the one thing where he will ruin our wish and then we'll hear what his wish is and then we'll have to ruin it live when we read it. All right, we'll do that. That will be the challenge to so that do one because we got to do it right away. Do you want to give him the uh, the wish we started off with on Facebook page, the wish for a mansion? Um, yeah. There yeah, you go. Let's... That's what we started with. Yeah. So Brian, you, if you you know the ruin the wish from the last episode, you you know you grant the wish, but it has a major flaw. That's fun. Yeah. But then after you grant our wish, you have to make a wish. That's right. And then we'll ruin it next time. And so on and so forth. And maybe we'll post that on the Facebook page for Brian and see what kind of answers we get uh, for him. But I do have another way as a, a little a little apology. Like I found this list. Did you know the English language has 546 words for drunk? It's a lot of words for drunk. That is a, I feel like you only lot. need one drunk. Really? But we have wasted. We have tipsy, smashed, loaded. Oh yeah, okay. You know, uh, trashed and even inebriated. Wasted is on the list of 546 words for I drunk. I like this list. But I've got the top 20 here, and whoever put this together said that they are mostly British terms. Okay. So this is our uh, our apology to Brian officially. He still has to do his own homework, yes, absolutely. though. Absolutely. But uh, here we go. Brian, let us know how many of these you've heard. And here's the top 20 according to this page. Uh, goofiest words for drunk in the English language. We have bladdered. I don't like that one. I know. That's kind of weird. It, it, just, it makes me have to pee. Bladdered. Just, just cool. hearing it, right? Uh, we have mullered a little better uh, yeah that's okay uh pickled i've heard pickled. i like that one i like pickled yes pickled's a good one uh pickled especially if it's I've, I've used that if it's an older person who's just like totally wasted at the wrong time 
perfect. Yeah. Just pickled, you know. Uh, cabbaged is kind of right along the, the same lines, I okay. guess. Uh, sozzled is a good sozzled. one. Sozzled. Sozzled. Let's start making that happen. Sozzled. <laughs> you like sozzled? Man, you are sozzled. And, and sozzled, is, it feels more extreme than just a little tipsy, just a little Oh, buzz. no, you are like blackout drunk if you're sozzled. So, okay, so yeah. I see. I was just going in the middle, but all right. Oh, no, no. Like you are, oh, my gosh, that right. person is sozzled. So, what if you're fuddled? Ooh, I don't know. Fuddled. I don't like that one. You don't like fuddled? No. It reminds me of befuddled, which is, what, confused or some junk? Yeah. and. You know. Well, I mean, then it makes sense because so if you're drunk, you would be a little confused, right? Just fuddled right up. Yeah, but you're not <laughs> you're not actually confused all the way, just fuddled. All right, so this one, I don't know if I can spell correctly. Peluthered? I meant pronounced correctly, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Peluthered, P-E-L-O-O-T-H-E-R-E-D. Hmm. So that's just a lot. Peluthered. Moving and then right if you're already drunk, you can't even say it. That's right. <laughs> That's usually how I sound. Uh, corned is the next one. Not a fan of that Not, one either. You don't like corned? No. I like pickled better than corned. Yeah. You know? We're just going to do all the vegetables? Right. Skunked? That's a good one. I feel yeah. like I've, I may have heard skunked I've before. I've heard skunked before. Have you? Okay. Yep. Uh, squiffed. Have not heard that one. Have not heard squiffed. I don't feel like that's a like term for being drunk, though. Uh, bit squiffed. Nah. He's a bit squiffed. Nah, I'm not here for it. I'm going to go out and get right proper squiffed. No. <laughs> uh, stonkered. How about that? I like stonkered. Maybe. You get stonkered? Sounds, that sounds like, like you saying it. Like, I need to get stonkered. Yeah. You know, yeah. not saying that person is stonkered over there. It's, man, I just need to get stonkered. Like when <laughs> someone goes, I need to get wrecked. Stonkered. Like they yeah, had yeah. such a bad day and they're just... I'm, I'm a, I need to get to this level. <laughs> right, proper stonkered. Yeah. Um, there you go. Yeah, that one, that fit. That also worked. makes me think of somebody who stumbles and slams into a wall. Ooh, yeah. He just stonkered. I turned it into a verb, but whatever. You know, right, proper stonkered. All right. That was number 11. Trousered. No. I That one to me is just... It's Sexual. Like, it's goofy. It just sounds really goofy. Uh, you know, he's trousered. Nah. He made of might have lost his trousers or peed in the trousers. Yeah, you know, uh, beery. I like beery a lot. Okay, it's just beery. I'm He's a little beery. beery right now. That one I feel like is completely British. Yeah, beery. I can see that. Uh, be liquored is is another one. I like that one. I like that one a lot. Be liquored. Yeah, I'm working on getting be liquored. Um, bingoed. Nah, he just bingoed right up. Yeah, that's after you pass out. Uh, I, this one, I, if this is British, Brian, I want to know if I'm saying it correctly. Jeremied, because it's spelled J-E-R-E, then M-I-E-D. Or is it Jeremied? But I think it's, it, anyway. Either way, the I next don't one, like it. The next one is Pifflicated. Ooh, that one's an interesting one. P- came home all Pifflicated. I like that. I would use that one just because I feel like no one would know what you're talking about. Yeah. Hey, what? don't tell anybody, but I'm pifflicated at work. <laughs> <laughs> Does he have an infection? Like, what is going on? I got pifflicated at work today at lunchtime. Didn't tell anybody. Nobody knew. <laughs> I like it. I like it. We've all heard probably schnookered, or at least I've heard schnookered. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> crapulous. No. <laughs> you don't like crapulous? No, I don't. <laughs> it's like fabulous, but with crap. 
but that you know you don't want to get that way oh yeah don't get crapulous you yeah. don't want to get crapulous that's the the messy drunk over there and finally slap happy slap happy slap as happy. being drunk as being drunk now huh. What do we usually use slap happy for? When we're for super exhausted, yeah, tired, goofy, and crazy. Yeah, you start laughing about the stupidest things. If you've, uh, if you ever heard us live when we did Luke and Naomi in New Mexico, quite the few mornings where we were slap happy, just because we were so tired, we just got goofy. Yeah, absolutely. Heck yes. So there you go. Uh, the drinks business is the website that you can find the full list if you want to look through all of them, all five hundred and forty-six. So there you go. Now, this could be a question for next week or the week after, because you won't be here next week, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, would you risk having hiccups for life for a 50% chance at a billion dollars? We got into this a little bit the other day, but I wanted to save it. We generally don't do these topics. You know, I won't ask Naomi a question like this outside of the show. Yeah. But uh, here's, here's how this works. Okay, before you even answer, you're offered the chance to flip a coin. Tails, billion dollars. Heads, continuous, incurable hiccups for your entire life. And if you don't flip the coin, you get both. What are you going to do? Are you going to not flip the coin or are you going to flip and hope for one of them? I'm not going to flip the coin. I'll take the billion dollars and the hiccups for life. Thank you very much. Are you serious? Yeah, easy peasy. You can't? A billion dollars. Hiccups aren't really that bad. And I'm one of the lucky ones. My hiccups don't make any noise. I just, you know, jolt yeah. every Your hiccups aren't seconds. that bad. That's, yeah. you, I have had hiccups for all of five minutes that just drove me insane. I so rem- I uh, remember timing my longest hiccup fit yeah. that I ever had. Um, and it was like 16 or 17 minutes or something oh like my that. God. And it was annoying. But at that point, it got really funny and interesting because it was like, how long can this go for? And that was about how long it could go for. But I could have, you know, I think I could stick with that for the rest of my life. A billion dollars. You are a monster. A billion dollars. Uh, you are an absolute monster. No, I don't I'm know just anybody. greedy for money. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I guess that that is the upper tiers of greedy for and sure. And look, it, it benefits you too. I get hiccups for life and a billion dollars. Do you think you're going to get some of that money? Of course you of are. Of course so I am. It works In for the you. divorce, because I'm not sleeping next to someone who's hiccuping all night long and just shaking the bed in, in five-second intervals. That's <laughs> you impossible. can't used to it i'd get used to it the world would get used to it i'm rich i can do whatever i want include have hiccups constantly you make everybody around you also have hiccups so everything's jumping at once yeah you know if that happened we'd all be on different times so like everyone it'd just be like popcorn oh my god yeah so uh 57 of people in a poll would flip the coin Mainly for the chance to skate with a billion dollars without hiccups. Yeah. Yeah. But you also risk the chance of getting stuck with hiccups for the rest of your life and nothing to and show no for money. it. Yeah. That sounds like a terrible idea. A billion hiccups and no money. Yep. So uh, 43% of people would accept the hiccups if it meant they'd be a billionaire. So you are in the minority, yeah. but in, in a weird minority. What a weird question, first of all. I love first this First of all, question. where do you stand? I am going to take the gun. And just opt out. <laughs> opt out completely. <laughs> yeah, because right. no. I, okay. This is like a saw question for me. Really? I hate, hate having hiccups. Really? That bad? I have, got, I have gotten angry whilst having hiccups and had nothing I could do 
about it because I mean I'm talking about I tried everything all the wives tales googled things that i might not have known it still had hiccups i feel like that's not a normal reaction to have probably for hiccups probably not but hiccups really aren't that bad uh we we run hot in the luke austin family i uh, guess so (laughs) one time i got mad at the wind too i'm not even (laughs) that makes sense too the gusts kept blowing through and just knocking stuff around and i just got angry you know and then what do you do okay cue the wind yeah okay yeah that's gonna stop it (laughs) You showed it. Shake you that showed fist the harder. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Okay, so. Uh, yeah, one person and uh, two now said, I don't even care about the money. I just don't want the hiccups. Wow. So, yeah. Well, it looks like I'm a billionaire and you did not survive. I'm sorry. <laughs> if, well, uh, as long as you did first. How would I do? <laughs> if you went first, we'd be good. We'd be like, okay, no, I don't have to. Yeah. I'm yeah. just not. I'll flip the coin. No, I won't. I don't even know. I can't. I'm gone. Never mind. <laughs> just up in the bathroom. It still ends up like that. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I just, I, I, with the, no, with the hiccups. No, no. All, all right. day long. All right. Just that, that's. I'm a billionaire, again, so I don't care. That is like a saw question for me. Wow. It's like being I cannot believe that you hate the hiccups that bad. It's, I, yeah. Maybe you should make that a question. Put that up. We in can a put little that bit. up there. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll get to the whole ruin a wish chain in just a second. We got uh, random facts. Your weekly dose of your episodically dose of is it episodically? Do I do this every time? I can't figure out the word. I should look no. It up I would say like every other time you figure Who's out what Paul you want to say. Help me out, Paul. You yeah, uh, you're him. goodly with the word and whatnot. Don't help him. <laughs> Let him struggle. It's good for him. Oh, thanks. I appreciate it. Anytime. All right. Here, your weekly dose of did you know until Paul gives me a better word for it. Did you know neuropsychology has shown that short-term memory lasts 15 to 30 seconds? And after that, did you know neuropsychology has shown that short-term memory lasts 15 to 30 <laughs> seconds? <laughs> after that, that was terrible. After that, it either has to uh, be encoded as a long-term memory or just decays. And if you're a weed head, it just decays. Yeah, yeah. You're I think doomed. that's that whole thing. Yeah. Uh, did you know male elephants can control their junk the same way they control their trunks? Here's an example. They can use it to swat flies, prop themselves up, and more. Huh. Yeah. Fifth leg. Get a tired uh, tired leg there and just kickstand it out. Yep. Boom. Did you know Tic Tacs are almost pure sugar, but since each one has less than half a gram of sugar, they're legally allowed to round down and say they're sugar-free? That's how they get you. Yeah, that's yeah, how they... You can eat all these Tic Tacs. Especially after I ate half a container of the orange ones in oh, one those setting. those were so tasty. Just in a mouthful. You ever do that? I am never going to buy orange Tic Tacs again. No, Because no. you can't. I've had my personal allotment. Yeah. By the time I was like 10. Yeah. There's way too many. Uh, did you know PayPal was originally part of a company called Confinity that made security software? No. But they developed a uh, money transferring business and they realized that was the best thing they were doing after two years and just focused on that. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, look at PayPal. Adapt and grow. That's right. And uh, did you know Columbia was the last Ivy League school to accept women in 1983? Wow. Congrats Columbia. on 41 years of women, Columbia, of being, yeah. uh, of being normal, I guess. You know, next month is like Women's History Month, Columbia. You might <laughs> want right. to do something extra special. Oh, they probably behind 40 or 50 years on figuring that out anyway. Anyway, what else are they behind on? Let's not go there. Now, we'll get to ruining a wish chain. This thing was so cool 
Uh, nice job. Big round of applause, Naomi Lynn, for, for bringing up uh, Ruin a Wish. We'll make a wish. The first commenter will grant that wish, but also ruin it and then make their own wish just yes. in case you weren't paying attention. So we wish for a mansion. Juan says, I give you a mansion, but it's haunted. Yeah, I don't think I want the mansion anymore. Just saying. That's right. Uh, Juan said he wishes for a boat. So, Big B, Brian says, congrats, you own the Titanic, and you're on a submarine trip to go check it out. Ooh. <laughs> that really escalated right it off the really bat. It really did. Nice job, Brian. two comments. Uh-huh. Wow. Uh, Brian says he wishes for Betty White to be alive. Okay. That's an interesting wish. Mm-hmm. But uh, Daryl says Betty White's alive, but she was never on the Golden Girls. Hmm. Interesting twist there. Yeah. All right. So now, do you even know Betty White? No, right? you don't. She's she, irrelevant. She did other things, but yeah, you know, but that nobody cares. Rose Nyland really put her on the map, you yeah. know. Uh, Daryl says, "I wish my paycheck was doubled." So, to which uh, I believe Naomi responded because I it's, did. I jumped back in it's there. Luke and Naomi says, "Granted, your paycheck has been doubled, but now your taxes are ten times more, so you're actually bringing home less." Sorry, sorry, Daryl. Brutal. I know. And of course, if it's financial, Naomi's getting in there and. Oh yeah. <laughs> billion dollars in the hiccups let's do it yeah uh so let's see naomi wished for us to have unlimited delicious coffee yeah i put delicious in there because i was like somebody's gonna be like oh you get this coffee but it's instant or it's gross or whatever bitter or something yes. like that yeah yeah so uh unlimited delicious coffee so daryl says granted unlimited delicious coffee but it's decaf. I can't believe I didn't see that I know. coming. <laughs> you totally when I read I get that, blind I like that. legit genius, Daryl. Yeah, I legit out loud was like, "What?" That, and got mad. That is hilarious. Yeah. So uh, he says he wishes for four week paid vacation every year. To which Ashley says, "Ashley of uh, Sips and Snacks with Luke and Naomi, by the way." Ashley says, "Congrats! You now get four weeks paid vacation a year, but you can only use one day a week max." <laughs> And it can't be on a weekend. Yeah. No weekends either. No. He says, but enjoy. (laughs) Ashley says he wishes to be famous. Nice. So uh, Brandon Epler says, Ashley, your wish is granted. You're famous, but famous for smuggling the most tongs and hot dog sandwiches from Germany ever reported. All right. All right. (laughs) Brandon with the deep, deep cuts. Yeah. Ashley know, was probably like, I don't understand what just happened there. If you don't know, I'm obsessed with tongs. It's been a running joke for a long time. That's what I spend my uh, my spending money on. My Amazon list is full of them. The drawers in the house are full of them. Naomi's gotten rid of six in the last year. I still have eight. Yeah. And uh, also, a hot dog is a sandwich. Uh, Brandon says, I wish my Mariners, Seattle Mariners, would actually win a World Series and not throw away their season Every year. And then he says, actually, that's never going to happen. I changed my wish. I wish I was a Jedi. <laughs> to which Big B jumped back in and says, congrats, Padawan. Oh, look, here comes Anakin to save you from the attack on the temple. Which if you're... I don't get that. Anakin, you know, kills a whole bunch of Padawans while he's, ah, you know, attacking okay, the temple. So. Okay. Um, let's see. Big B says, I wish for more world peace. Uh, to which Ralph... Genius says your wish is granted, but only because Thanos snapped his fingers. Oh, <laughs> nice! Oh man, that's a good one. Uh, let's see here. So nice one, Ralph. He's trying to win uh, listener of the week. <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, that is, I mean, Ralph just that's yes, I love it. So then he says, I wish 
for the uh, for Jerry Jones to sell the Dallas Cowboys, but not to Dan Snyder. I like he throws in the little caveat there. To which I replied, the Cowboys have been sold to Skip Bayless and Stephen A. Smith, which would just be horrible. Ah, okay. And right. then, uh, uh, this is crazy. We wish for a million dollars. Yeah. To which I believe Ralph, no, this is a different one. Yeah, the chain started uh, the chain breaking gets a little, off into a little branches. wonky here. So, yeah. so bear with us as I as we continue through because this is fun and I'm having fun reading this. So, uh, let's see here. We wish for a million dollars. Lana says your wish is granted, but it's monopoly money. Yeah, we should have been smarter about that one too. She says, "I wish I could eat as many tacos as I want without gaining any weight." Paul says, "Granted, but only because the tacos pass right through you with explosive diarrhea." That's horrific. <laughs> Uh, so Paul says, I wish for the ability to teleport. I told him, granted, but every time you reach your desired destination, you're 30 feet off the ground. I wish for a private yacht. Paul says, granted, and are you ready? This is going to hurt you. Okay. Um, Paul didn't go fantastical, imaginary, crazy, or anything. Paul went and just hit below the belt and says, your wish is granted. You can have a private yacht, but you got to pay taxes on it. I don't want it anymore. <laughs> I can't afford it anymore. Let's oh, be honest man. here. So uh, that's to what Paul says. He wishes for a full-time nanny for free. So I said, granted, but it's me. Yeah, that's scary. <laughs> Poor Paul. <laughs> You're going to take that wish back so fast. Oh, my God. That was a fun chain. I like it. Uh, there are a couple of more. You can check them out where we kind of jumped off and stuff like that. Some really good ones on there too you can keep them going please keep them going uh we mentioned a couple of minutes ago uh we're not going to be in town next week so no episode we got naomi's got some training to do so no episode next week uh but we'll get back to it and if you want to keep on this chain by all means jump on this i'll pin this to the top of our facebook page too luke and naomi on air and then i'll also put up that uh the hiccups question too because yeah I i'm really know. curious about that luke is just overreacting about how bad hiccups are right because a billion dollars a billion dollars a billion dollars crazy crazy question it's a terrifying question no it's not it you're just a baby is. so check out both of those on luke and naomi on air on facebook um and uh, now i suppose it's time isn't it Right there. Perfect. Perfect. Perfectly done. All right. Wait, wait, uh, wait, wait. Before we get into this. Well, kind of. Okay. Um, are we usual, waiting or no? <laughs> the Usual Suspects. Is there a movie called The Unusual Suspects? I believe so. Okay. And I believe that's Because I was after. confused. Nice. Okay. Okay, that's going to be fun. Uh, the Usual Suspects, 1995. Two, two kind of disgraced Hollywood guys in it. Brian Singer's the director and Kevin Spacey is... Uh, the main one of the main characters so yeah. that's kind of fun uh i have loved this movie since my best friend showed it to me way back in the day like right after high school sometime it was so much fun then i don't know how well it held up for me in 2024 but this is naomi's under a rock review so please take it away all right so let me first off leave this disclaimer here um i was a little confused as the movie started so the notes will probably um reflect that yeah okay all right so we have five guys that are being questioned by the police about a stolen truck that apparently was like full of guns so far no one is talking uh kevin spacey is narrating everything 
He was one of the guys being questioned. I'm not really sure what's going on. We had a boat blow up in the beginning. Then there's these five guys in a holding cell. Uh, now we go back to the boat, which now we're in present-day California for, where some guy has just been pulled out of the water and has burned really badly. But I don't know. We, we haven't met this guy yet. Um, all right, so Kevin Spacey, we find out his character is Verbal Kent. Uh, he's been brought in to talk to some guy from Customs. Apparently, Verbal has a Dave great... Kuyan. Um Apparently, Verbal has a great lawyer and isn't going to get in a lot of trouble for whatever has apparently happened. Whatever At this point, last night, yeah. I don't know. Um, Verbal is kind of a weird character. Again, Kevin Spacey. Uh, he's He acts simple and dumb, but honestly, I don't think he is. I think it's an act. He seems like he's smart and he he's calculated. He's he knows what he's doing. Okay. He knows what he's saying. Um, bum bum bum. Yeah. Uh, it's like I we're waiting to reveal something, but we all know what happened. It's so. <laughs> yeah. You know, at this point, yes. But at the time, I was like, all right, this guy's not an idiot. So take us through at the time then. Yeah. yeah. Um, then we have Keaton, who I guess has gone straight, as they say, but they need. Uh, his help for this job that they want to do. So the rest of the guys, McManus, Fenster, and Hockney, have to convince him to pull off this job. The one last job kind of trope. The, always, there's always one last job. Of course. But at this point, I'm wondering, am I supposed to believe that Keaton went straight? Because that's the story Verbal is telling this U.S. Customs guy. Um, because maybe he didn't actually go straight. Uh, the guy asked him what happened after the lineup, and they were all locked up together in the holding cell. So apparently that was beforehand, and now this U.S. Customs guy thing is what's happening now, and Verbal is basically telling the story yeah. of what had happened. It took me that long in the movie to figure out that's what's going on. Well, I couldn't tell where the, the time jumps were That's there. kind of when you figure it out if yeah. you're watching it the first time. So right on. Um, so Verbal says they decided to do one more job and take on these crooked cops that were giving bad guys basically like taxi rides through the city. Uh, the U.S. Customs guy doesn't seem to believe what uh, Verbal is saying, and he doesn't believe that Keaton has gone straight and thinks he may be behind everything, including the boat blowing up. So apparently Keaton used to be a cop, but he was crooked, and it's believed he had like murdered multiple people. Uh, but now it's believed that he's dead. Well, everyone thinks he's dead, but this U.S. Customs guy is like, I need proof that he's dead. And, right. Um, Verbal's like, no, I watched him die and everything. Anyway, Verbal continues with his story to the U.S. Customs guy. He's like, Keaton was only in it for the one job, but after enough begging from the other guys, they end up doing another job. Of course Because that's what happened. I mean, in for a penny, in for a pound, you know? Yeah. The job ended up not being what they expected. They thought they were supposed to be getting money. They ended up with a briefcase that had a bunch of drugs in it. They meet up with the guy that offered them this job and were basically like, we want to meet your boss. And he's like, hey, that's funny. He wants to meet you too. Um, and it was this lawyer too. Like, it, it gets... This is the point in the movie when I realized, dang, like, you just got to watch the movie, not listen to a review in a, uh, 
a snippet a of it yeah. because there are the conversations are what tells the story in this movie. It's okay. Most people who are listening have seen this movie, so they want to know what you think. So just yeah. you know, yeah, I'm just saying. Like as I was going through this, I was like, you know, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you really don't That's, know. If you don't know, you I'm don't. So if you about. gotta pause it, Usual Suspects is. Uh, where do we get? Oh, it's free on Tubi. Yeah. Right now, if yeah. you want to watch it there. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, they're like, you know, hey, boss wants to meet you too. Um, and then they're talking about this lawyer who goes by the name of uh, Kobayashi. Nailed yeah. it. I, I wrote it phonetically. Nice. Um, who works for Kaiser Soze. Kaiser Soze. Yes. Also. Kaiser Soze. Wrote that phonetically. Love it. Uh, so the lawyer explains to the five that they have all wronged Kaiser Soze without even knowing it, including the one who stole the truck full of guns, the reason why they were locked up in the first place, which was kind of funny because it's like, hey, that's what they were in trouble for. And now we know who the guilty one was when none of them would talk. Yeah, it was Hockney, right? Yes. Todd yeah. Hockney played by uh, Kevin Pollack, who if you've ever done or heard an impersonation of... Um, Oh, who's screaming at me right now? Uh, Christopher Walken. Then that's from him. Mm-hmm. Everybody's terrible Christopher Walken impression is from Kevin Pollack. Because he started it? Because he started it. Okay. Well, anyways, that was, that's why they were locked up in the first place, that um, truck of guns. But apparently that was supposed to go to this boss guy. Um, basically, the lawyer's like, we have this one last job for you. It's very dangerous. Some of you are probably going to die. But you owe Kaiser Soze, and it's worth $91 million. Right. So apparently, Kaiser Soze is like this mythical being. He's like the boogeyman or a story people tell you, like an urban legend style. Yeah. Um, Criminal urban legend. Underworld style. Yeah. But I guess that's who hired these five guys. Verbal goes back to telling his story to the U.S. Customs guy. He says uh, Fenster didn't want to be a part of the job and took off. A little while later, the lawyer calls and tells them where they could find Fenster. And, of course, he's dead, which you could see that coming, that he was going to be dead because he left the job. And, again, they were like, you owe us. You have to do this. Oh, yeah. The Kobayashi was like, we'll kill you. Yeah. You know, if you leave, we'll kill you. Yeah. Um, So, obviously, they don't have a choice now, and they have to do the job. um, And they have to make sure a drug deal doesn't go down in this harbor. Uh, The whole boat explosion from the beginning of the movie. So Keaton decides to go after the lawyer and plans on killing him. He explains that not doing his job for Kaiser Soze, the lawyer saying not doing this job, would be far worse than getting shot by them. So he's like, go ahead and kill me right now. You know, like he didn't seem to care. But then he's like, before you kill me, though, can I finish up my business with Edie? Yeah. Edie is um, Keaton's girlfriend or or whatever. His main squeeze. Yeah, but she works with... I believe she's assistant DA yeah, in New York yeah, City Yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Um, so Keaton's like, you know, you're full of shit. And the lawyer's like, well, basically come see for yourself. Uh, and there she is. So obviously at this point, Keaton and the rest of the guys realize there is absolutely no way out. Like, you're going to have to do this. Um, so at this point, I'm like... You know, they have to do this job or, you know, Kaiser Soze is going to come after them. But I put maybe because maybe he's not real. Maybe it's the lawyer guy calling all these shots. Okay. And I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case, that the lawyer is the one that's in charge. All right. 
So now it's the big day, and they have to stop this drug deal from going down. They set off a bomb to blow, which causes this distraction. Uh, basically start shooting up the place. Um, Keaton ends up searching the whole ship, but there's no drugs on board. Apparently there never was. It wasn't true. Um, at this point, things start coming together. You've got the guy that was in the hospital that was burned really badly earlier, and he's basically describing what Kaiser Soze looks like and everything. Yeah, he's doing the whole, um, what is that called? The composite drawing thing. Yeah, you know? he's explaining what he looked like, and this girl's drawing it while he's in the hospital bed. Um but yeah, apparently, so there were no drugs on on the ship. There never was. Something's really weird at this point. Um, and at this point, I know the drawing is going to be a verbal. Yeah. I know it. It's It has to be. Verbal is Kaiser Soze. Uh, I knew he wasn't stupid. I knew it was a character. And yeah, that's exactly what happened. Uh, but he's already gone by this time. Uh, the, by the time they get the facts, because that's what happens in the, what, 90s? Um, so the girl drew the drawing of what Kaiser Sose looked like, and they faxed it over to that U.S. Customs guy. But at this point, they were letting Verbal go. Yeah, he was out on bail. Yeah. So he just, you know, gets his stuff and, and walks out. Um, and as he's walking out, the U.S. Customs guy is starting to put things together. You see him look at um, the bulletin board that they have and a whole bunch of stories that Verbal had said and names and places and things like that were all over this bulletin That's board. Right. Skokie, Illinois, the Barbershop Quartet. Yeah. Kip Diskin, big fat guy, Orca Fat. It was just, you know, it was really cool how that all came together. Um, I did enjoy that. And, and the best part, too, as he starts walking away... Um, as he's leaving and I realize, oh man, it's definitely him. Like, were you a hundred percent or do you think it was the lawyer still a little bit or no, Keaton? No, did you I ever was... think it was Keaton? No. Cause they tried to red herring the hell out of that. No, I think, um, pretty early on, I, I did not think it was him anymore. I, I really thought it was verbal. Cause again, he plays this like, like dumb simple character and i'm like he's not though because the way he would tell stories i was like that no no just absolutely not he's not that dumb but the best part of all of this is as he's getting like his watch and his cigarettes and all of those things and he's walking out and i'm like this man is guilty it's him he's <laughs> it and i'm like i yes. bet you he doesn't even have a freaking limp that he had during the whole movie and sure enough, sure enough, as he's walking away, his <laughs> limp goes away and he fixes his hand so it's not all like bent up. And the car pulls up next to him for him to get picked up. And it's the lawyer, which I thought that was pretty badass because I wasn't sure if he was going to come back around or not. Uh, well, they have you wondering if the lawyer is even real. Well, Because when, you, when the, the coffee cup smashes, you see the name Kobayashi. So it says it like, wait. Is the was the lawyer even real or just part of the whole made upness of the story? And then you realize the guy is real. Yeah, but I just I don't that's know. Not his name, you know. I don't know. It was just um, just a good way of how they how they wrapped all that up. And of course, like as he's getting away, and you know the U.S. Customs guy is figuring everything out and goes running for him. Like it's way too late. You're never gonna find him. It's a great scene. It is. I I enjoyed that. Uh, he he gets in the car. 
they get to like the corner and turn the corner as Agent Kuyan is coming out the like front door of the, the steps of the police building and looking around and like you can see him look to his right as the car's pulling away and stuff. Really, really well done. It was super, super great reveal. One of the better uh, reveals, twist endings, what have you, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Like ever. And one of my first, first questions is, did you know, have you ever seen spoofs of this? Like now that you've seen it, do you know that you've seen a spoof of it? Because you probably have. I probably have. And that's probably why I knew it was him. But I can't recall. Yeah, right. Probably. But I did not know that that's how this movie was going to go Pop or anything. Pop culture has like, it's, it's gotten it's in there by osmosis. Now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Far out. Well, good. I'm glad, uh, I'm glad you watched it finally. This movie, Naomi and I tried to watch when we first started dating and just ended up uh, not finishing it for one reason or another. Yeah. I don't even remember why, except I do. Uh, let's see here. Number one question. Did you like it? Yes, I did enjoy it. All right. Good deal. Uh, one of my top... 15 movies the usual suspects or at least it was until i saw more i don't even know where i would rank it now but it was it's it's up there for me for sure uh what did you know about it going in nothing nothing at all nothing because you thought it was the unusual suspects no um so i'm actually looking up the unusual suspects right now i looked it up too there's been like a couple of mini series and i think a tv movie or something but Okay, so now my next step is the usual suspects, but like the movie cover. Yeah, the Bad Hat Harry lineup. Mm. That's some Bad is Hat that... Harry. I'm pretty sure, yeah. It's the cover of the movie, The Usual Suspects. That is not what I'm thinking the of. The five guys in the lineup. Okay. But you, okay, I think Brian Singer's production company uses that lineup. And we've seen that in the beginning of movies before, too. So Yeah, it's not the lineup. That's not... I was picturing something completely different. Okay. Yeah. All right. So thoughts going into this, I guess, uh, kind of rolls right out of what did you know about it? Thought it was the unusual suspects. Well, and, and it's not that I thought it was that either. I just, I got confused and was like, wait, wasn't there a movie called this as well? Um, I didn't really... All I knew and thought about going into this movie was the little caption that I read before that it was a like uh, suspense thriller. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so this is going to be kind of a sit movie. And it really wasn't. I mean, the the dialogue carried the story very well, so it worked out well. Good yeah, deal. I'm just trying to look this up because, again, I swear I saw... I'm distracted by this now, and it's driving me you nuts. Tell. I... <laughs> I swear, um, I remember a DVD cover for The Usual Suspects, The Unusual Suspects, something. But it's like a winter scene. It's like really? two guys in like parkas and there's You're snow behind them. You're absolutely thinking of Fargo. I, there's no way. My parents didn't have that. Yeah, but you've probably seen it. Okay. You've got to be, Whatever. she's got to be thinking okay. of Fargo, I'm right? Gone. It's got to be Fargo. I'm done. All right. <laughs> All right. Back to the review. Uh, what surprised you? Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't really have uh, an answer well, for that. Well, you kind of nailed the the twist ending, so that would have been the surprise. Yeah. Well, mm. you know, again, right from the beginning, I called it like he's not dumb. Yeah. That you know. So no surprises in no. Uh, one of the bigger surprise movies ever for you. Yeah. Uh, would you have liked it more or less if you saw it when you were younger? I saw it when I was. Jeez, 18, 19, maybe? 
Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, this wouldn't have been a kind of movie that I think I would give a chance to, so I probably wouldn't have wanted to watch it in the first place. Right. Which then would make me just disinterested. Okay. Uh, favorite part? Um, I think, again, at the end, when it's like, yeah, it's definitely him, and it was like, yes, it was, yes. That's awesome. Um, and then, like, when they're pulling everything from the bulletin board, you know, and it's just, it's the name there, it's the name there, it's the name there, and it's like, The whole cool. reveal with, yeah. like, the sort of voiceover, yeah. you know, type thing. That is, that is one of the probably best parts of the movie, if not the best part, that whole reveal, of course. Uh, least favorite part? Um... Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't really have a least favorite part, I don't cool. think. Yeah. Well, good. All right. That's nothing wrong with that at all. Would you recommend it to someone who hasn't seen it? Of course. Awesome. Watch it again? Actually, yeah. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the, the story. It's not as twisty as, like, say, a Fight Club or Sixth Sense, but it's one of those where you can go back and watch and go, okay, now we know what's going on, like, for real. See what it's like to watch at that time, too. So it isn't bad to rewatch. Yeah. Uh, stop if it's on TV. Um, probably. Depends on what I'm doing that day. And are you happy you watched it? Of course. I'd like of to course. throw in, too, if anybody has any questions they'd like me to ask for, like, every single movie, we can add them to these review questions, too. I'd like, you know, if anybody has any input, send it our way. Of yeah. course. We're always looking to take some extras and add some things here and there, too. So, all right. Great review of The Usual Suspects. I literally sat there and listened to you recap this thing enthralled because i like the movie and uh so really well done Good. so i'm, I'm yeah. happy you liked it and uh, i'm happy you had some fun with the usual suspects that was one of the harder ones to um to review because of the dialogue yeah because so again talking. the the dialogue is what carries that entire story yeah sort of like oppenheimer yeah, like we couldn't review that. Like you, you just got to watch that. <laughs> so uh, also, that's three hours long. So if we had to keep hitting pause, it would have been a six-hour-long movie. They there. talk about making the atomic bomb, then they make the atomic bomb, then they talk about making the H bomb, then they talk about communism. Yeah, that. Well, I guess you kind of <laughs> summed it up there. I guess you could do a review. Of and it. in the middle, Florence Pugh's boobs. Yeah. yeah. Because why not? Yeah, why not? You gotta have a yeah. sex scene in a movie that's that long, long and sad depressing sure sure the boobs will make it better yeah, why not yeah who doesn't like tits <laughs> <laughs> all right not so, sure uh not sure what we're, we're gonna review next week or next episode anyway um but i've got a lot of more like drama slash suspenseful ones i really want to get to uh i just said it to you the other day to richard gear and edward norton why primal primal something. fear thank you so much uh, why can't I, I, I you know i could never be on jeopardy because i just would blank at everything primal fear i really want to get to but we should probably throw a comedy or something in in the middle we'll see of all of i mean we went king ralph and then this so i don't know do we do that what do you think it depends on the day it just you depends on how you cannot plan that ahead of time you never know what you want to what you feel like watching. I got asked that the other day. I was like, you guys know what movie you're doing this week? I was like, no, because uh, we're recording or we're watching the movie tonight and we won't figure it out until after dinner and we sit down and... And start going through the list to find out what to watch. Uh, a yeah. heck of a lot of stuff on the list still. A couple of things we just added, actually. Uh, Predator, Fletch, This is Spinal Tap. Ocean's Eleven's on there, too. Maybe we do that. We've got Heat, Indecent Proposal. Ernest Goes to Camp you haven't seen. No. I have not. So uh, those are all like more of the more recent ones we've added to the list. And of course, 
taking all the suggestions you can throw at us. Facebook page, Luke and Naomi on air, wherever you can leave a comment. Drop your uh, your suggestions if you have one for us. Yeah. All right. Nicely done. All right. It's time for your uh, thought of the day. Thought of the day. Thought of the day. It's your thought of the day. Thought of the day. The most effective morning alarm is needing to pee. Yeah, but it's just the worst timed morning alarm. You know, if we could find a way to time that correctly, it would be awesome. Yeah, instead of 20 minutes before the alarm goes off. Yeah. Do you just stay up? No, because you want to go back to bed. Get 20 back to minutes. Warm, yeah. and cozy and all that stuff. You need it right when your alarm goes off. All of a sudden you wake up, your alarm goes off and you go, oh, I have to go pee now. I'm okay, still, I guess I, I can get up. I'm still holding it for 10 minutes. Just yeah. out of general principle. I'm yeah. the worst, though. You know that. That's you. Yes. <laughs> All right. Luke, you're going to leave us with a laugh. <laughs> I'm going to do my best. Uh, let's see here. My wife called me at the bar, said, if you're not home in 10 minutes, I'm giving the dinner I cooked to the dog. I went home in five minutes. I hate for anything to happen to the dog. I don't get it. Because the cooking's so bad. Wow. <laughs> I I didn't expect that. That outcome that was a painful one it's not a dad joke that's a sad joke a sad joke okay uh I asked, that was a good dad joke i asked my, yes it was i asked my girlfriend when her birthday was she said march 1st so i walked around the room and asked again that's stupid <laughs> uh let's see i went to the doctor he said okay steve this is a standard procedure try not to get aroused i said my name is luke he said i know i'm steve oh that's creepy worst doctor ever uh, yeah that guy wasn't even a doctor. Wait, what? How do you get dick from Richard? I always wondered that. Ask uh, nicely. Uh, <laughs> yes. That is not, no. That's not a win there. That wasn't successful. Beautiful. No. I love it. Absolutely love it. All right. All right. That's episode 70. Thanks for hanging with us. This is a quick one. Wow. Looking at this, uh, we're about 10 minutes earlier than normal. Wow, look at us. out or something? No, I got shit to do. Yes, okay, but, <laughs> yeah, well, moving right along. Uh, thanks for hanging with us through however many episodes you've hung with us. We really, really appreciate everybody who listens. Tell all your friends to follow us on the YouTube so that uh, we can eventually take this live and do yes. some. Yes. We'll do the Ruin the uh, the Rish chain live one day. Oh, that would be so fun. That'd be fantastic. We'll have a lot of fun with that, too. Either way, thank you so much for listening, paying attention, and uh, humoring our nonsense. We uh, we absolutely love it. Luke and Naomi on air everywhere. We will see you for episode 71. Until then, have some fun this week and be excellent to each other. Love, love you. Bye. bye.